Welcome to People Don't Think, Let's Start Today, a podcast and hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com, and Al Edwards. Norb, every day is a gift, that's why they call it the present, and here we are today, once again. Absolutely, and it's a really interesting day today in Chicago. It's kind of windy, and tomorrow we're supposed to get some snow, and we haven't had much, so it's kind of nice. I like it. Yeah. You know what they say about Chicago weather, that uh, if you don't like it, just wait five minutes and it will change, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, friends, it's great to be with you again. Uh, We're so excited. This is uh, podcast number 14, so we're really on a roll here. And if you've not had a chance to listen to our other podcasts, we certainly invite you to do that. We cover a lot of uh, interesting topics. And today's episode is uh, was really inspired by a book that Norb had brought in and I think, I don't know the exact title, but the basic title was, if I knew what I knew 25 years ago, if I knew what I knew today, 25 years ago, how life would be different. And that's really the theme of today's show. You know, there's an old expression that says, youth is wasted on the young, right? And, you know, this old world that we live in is pretty complicated. And it takes a number of years to get experience and wisdom in this world. Some of us have it a lot sooner than others, some later, but it doesn't matter. It eventually comes. So we thought it would be fun to talk about a number of things that if we had known when we were much younger or earlier in our lives, what our lives would have been like, how they would have been different. So do you have a couple you want to start with, Norm? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because hopefully some young people are listening to this. And uh, I heard on the radio this morning that 7% of the teenagers in this country think about committing suicide, which is really a a tragedy. So, you know, the one thing that I think young people should do, so, you know, I'm going to give you a tip uh, since you're young. So in 25 years, you say, God, I'm glad I did this. Be thankful about life. Uh, Life really is, is miraculous. And one of the things is that's very important because you have such negativity today and the public and, and on TV and on, on everything, stay away from negative people. I have to tell you, I, I, something occurred to me. The other day I saw a whirlpool and I, and I thought, you know, this is exactly how negative people are. They create this whirlpool of negativity that just pulls you in. And it's very, very hard to get out of because, you know, it's very, very strong and one of the things that I can recommend to you is stay away from people that do not make your life happier. That is a very, very important thing. Now, you know, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you, it might be a friend of yours that is down and, and he or she complains about everything and, and sees everything bad that's going on for the world. Uh, those are the kind of people that really are little whirlpools. When you get a bunch of them together, they create this huge whirlpool that drags you in. So I hope young people today in their teens, and and if somebody's listening to this in 25 years, they'll remember this and and, uh, apply it to their life. You'll be a lot happier Uh, because, you know, when you think about thinking positive, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? Just think of that. Well, the alternative is really be miserable. And uh, I don't think anybody likes to be miserable. So 
Uh, thinking positive starts obviously from your own feelings, but uh, stay away from these people. Stay away. That's the best advice you can give. And and if I don't learn that 25 years ago, I would have been uh, more positive than today, if possible. Wow. I think we could just end the show right there. That's the greatest advice I've ever heard, actually. Stay away from negative people. I mean, you talk about the whirlpool. You're right. They're going down and they're going to take you right down with them in the whirlpool. Yeah, it's funny because I saw that in a movie, a, a whirlpool, and I thought, God, you know what? This really transcends into, into negativity. For sure. They suck you in, you know? Well, you know, let's talk about that. You talk about young people and, and emotional problems that young people have, and we all have, you know, we're all human. I'll never forget years ago, and I'm sure you still have it on your desk, Norb, and uh, your son Tony, I believe, has one too. You have a little handwritten sign on your desk that says, this too shall pass. And that had a huge impact on me throughout my life, seeing that on your desk all these years. And I never quite understood it until I get, became older and really saw the wisdom in that. And, you know, young people get in a lot of trouble and sometimes make tragic decisions because they don't have any perspective about life, that things are going to be okay in time. So let's talk about this too shall pass. Whatever problem you're facing, this too shall pass. How have you applied that, Norb? You know, I, I think it's a very good, well, the story behind that, as it's told, is that uh, King Solomon, thousands of years ago, uh, was the head rabbi in, in the you know Hebrew nation, and uh, he had a lot of problems. He had a lot of problems, and people would go up to him and, you know, complain about things. So uh, he called a meeting of the most learned rabbis in that part of the world, and he said, you know, I want a solution for this. I, I have all these problems and, and I, I have to have a solution. So they retired and I don't know how long it took, but they gave him a ring with the inscription, this too shall pass. Wow. And uh, that's where it came from. And, uh, and it, it has really helped me because uh, whatever happens in life, it, this too shall pass. I mean, just... Uh, that's the way life is, you know. There's problems and, and challenges, and uh, we got to meet them head on. Yeah, and having that perspective at the time seems to take the intensity out of it. Like, yeah, okay, maybe it's a serious problem, but this too shall pass. You'll get through it. You'll survive it. Yeah, and, and you should face up to it. You know, Norman Vincent Peale had a great, great story about he grew up in, in a farm, and they had cattle, and when they were, uh, when he was young, th there were big, big snowstorms. I think it was in Iowa. And uh, some of the cattle would go backwards and go with the storm. And they would finally get to the fence and basically freeze to death. Mm. And the other set of cattle would face the storm and walk towards it. And they all survived. Interesting. And I think that, you know, we humans have to use the same type of approach. I love that story. I've never heard that before. Well, as always, I uh, every chance I get, I love to pull out a quote from Henry Ford, as you know. Um, you could be walking down the street talking about trees, and I'll somehow mention Henry Ford. But uh, he said, uh, an airplane can only take off when it is going against the wind and not with the wind. Well, you know, I, I happen to be a pilot, and, and 
I have to correct Mr. Ford as Uh-oh. much as I love him. We may have to edit this one. Uh, you can take off with the wind, <laughs> but it takes a lot more runway. There you go. And, and okay. you might not make it, uh, you know, past the fence and crash. So <laughs> gotcha. It, it's a hell of a way to do it, what to go against the wind. So yeah. in other words, you can take off a hell of a lot better and easier <laughs> oh, against I, the wind, I, just I, like the cows that I, face I, the storm. Absolutely, yeah. Very good. Well, I'm glad you told me that, actually. I, I didn't realize that that was a little bit of an inaccurate thing. But I should have known better saying that in front of a pilot. So, You know, another thing that we've been thinking about as far as what things we maybe have, would have liked to have known when we were younger, Nor, you talk about this one a lot. It's okay to make mistakes and fail. How do you think people can apply that to their lives? And why, why is it important to know that as soon as possible in life? Well, because failing is a way to learn. Uh, you know, whenever you do something wrong, I mean, we've all done it. I don't know about everybody, but I've measured a lot of times uh, to put a picture up on a wall. And I measure the daylights out of it and, and you know, just make sure that it's from the bottom and from the top. And then I put the nail in and the thing just isn't right. <laughs> so I learned, you know, not to make that mistake again and just be much more careful. And, you know, that's what life is. And going back to Edison, we always keep saying Ford and Edison, obviously. And they're like, you know, the prime examples of failing, failing, failing and, and not stopping that they succeed. And, you know, failure is a part of getting experience. And, you know, the word experience it starts with EX and, and it's the same as experiment EX. So the more you experiment, the more you get experience. So, you know, look at it as a good thing. Most people that fail haven't tried anything. So, right. you know, they're a failure to begin with. And if you fail, you're not a failure because, you know, you've tried, at least you tried. So it's, it's, uh, that's the most important thing. That's a great way to look at it. If you have never failed at something, you're not living your life as you should, right? Uh, right, right. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting because I, I was just reading something from um, the Mayo Clinic, actually. So this is all from doctors and people that are very, very smart and everything. And they actually have a little article in their site say, that says, putting positive thinking into practice, which is kind of interesting. So they have a negative self-talk. These are things that, for example, you say, I've never done it before. Now, if you think positively, you say, gee, this is an opportunity to learn something new. The other negative is too complicated. Well, tackle it from a different angle. I don't have the resources. Necessity is the mother of invention. It's not resources. I'm too lazy to get this done. Then say, I couldn't fit into my schedule, but I can re-examine some priorities. Now, when somebody says, I'm too lazy to get it done, I, I always, I, ha I have a quote that I really like, and you have to use your imagination for this one. And the, the secret of success is, is contained in the, in the name of a very famous Spanish painter by the name of Goya, G-O-Y-A. And if you remember that, that encapsulates the secret of success. Get off your, <laughs> and ankle is not the A. Or anchor. Yeah, or anchor, yeah. So, you know, really just, just uh, 
Oh my you know, God. The, the, the God gives you two things, two things, a head with a brain, which comes free, and it, it has the capacity to know everything there is to know if you use it, and the other part of your body is to sit on. <laughs> now, your success depends on which one you use the most. Oh my God. It's just that simple. That's all. This is the greatest podcast we've ever done. I'm telling you, this is a, we're on fire today. And there's a reason why your head and your keister are so far apart from each other, right? Because you have to use one or the other, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I, I don't, you know, there's nothing wrong about, you know, sitting down while you think, but make sure that the upper exceeds the lower. Right. Know? And it's yeah, important that, to think when you yeah, sit yeah, down, yeah, too, yeah. because, you know, you don't want to fall. Now, the, the negative person says there's no way this will work. The positive says, I, I'm going to try to make it work. Negativity is too radical to make a change. And the positive guy says, let's change it. Uh, the other thing is, is the negativity person says, nobody bothers to communicate with me. And uh, the positive guy actually tries to find a way to communicate with the other person. And uh, if you think you're not going to get better at doing something, uh, give it another try. So this whole section ends with practicing positive thinking every day basically helps your health. And even this is, this is the Mayo Clinic. This is an Al or me, which we're big believers in this, obviously. But if you want to have scientific certitude by, by people that are in the medical field, I don't think you can get any better than no, the Mayo, Mayo Clinic. Clinic. No, yeah. So, although hold the Mayo, you know that's usually good hold for the, the mayo, diet, yeah, right? You but should, in this, yeah. In this because <laughs> too, too too much Mayo can actually makes it kind of right. Messy, yeah, right, exactly. And it will get you into the Mayo Clinic <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. don't hold the Mayo <laughs> yeah. too much. But ironically, that would be funny, you know, to go to Mayo Clinic, and they say, "What's wrong with you?" Say, "I've had too much Mayo." <laughs> <laughs> I bet a lot of them uh, <laughs> patients yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. What about, don't worry about what people think of you, Norb. How, how can we apply that in our lives and why should we have known that so many years ago? You know, I think we talked about this last, uh, we're all a miracle. We really are. And you know, what's interesting. One of the things I wanted to talk about, which is kind of crazy because I, I try to look at positive in, in everything I do, which is, uh, I had a root canal done a couple of weeks ago. And it's not a pleasant experience, but now, you know, they take x-rays and they have all these machines and re really interesting. And, and you're watching this and, you know, this guy explains about the root canal and how the bone structures on your tooth and how the, uh, you know, your tooth is made and all this. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, you know, two little eggs meet and, and in nine months you have a human that has all this stuff. You know, and, and if you don't think you, that's a miracle, you're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I, I really f believe that. So, with all uh, due know, respect, with all due respect, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just amazing. And this is a tooth, you know, and just look at the rest of your body, I mean, exactly. It's, it's incredible. How did the root canal go? Everything work out okay? Yeah, really good. It was rerooted. There you go. Yeah, I had, I had a root canal a few years ago, it didn't go very well. And I'll tell you, that's the last chiropractor I went to either. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. That was, uh, I know. I know. next time I, I was recommended a dentist to do a root canal. <laughs> um, people worry about that so much, what other people think of them. And it, boy, I'll tell you, I've been plagued with that in my life. As you get older, it seems like people care less about that. 
worrying about what other people think about them. Well, you know, I think uh, as being uh, narcissistic, you know, that we all think that the world revolves around us, and it doesn't. Right. I mean, the world really cares very, very little about <laughs> you or me or uh, hopefully if we can influence people in being a little more optimistic, we contribute something. But, you know, we're pretty insignificant. I mean, in 200 years from now, my life and your life will have as much impact in the world as an ant, <laughs> you know? Boy, that's that's kind of true, but, you know, but we're very important with the people around us and the world we live oh, in. Oh, no, right? no, kind of absolutely. But by the same token, uh, that ant is just as important in the, right. you know, the whole universe and how it works. And, you know, Einstein said you can look at anything as a miracle or not a miracle. Right. And, Everything's either either a yeah, miracle yeah, or it's yeah. not a miracle. And and uh, I, I think we live in a miraculous world and, and we have these this time period that we're on Earth, and we have to make the best of it. We have to enjoy it. Absolutely. But you're right. I mean, uh, problems from 100 years ago don't give any credence today, do they? No, not at all. That's no. the thing about how some of this ties in together, like the this too shall pass kind of thing. Let's talk about um, telling people you appreciate them and ties in with the golden rule. Norb, I know you talk a lot about the golden rule, basically that treat everyone the way that you'd like to be treated. So why it's important to tell people you appreciate them and why should younger people know that and apply that in their lives? Well, if, if you respect the idea that we're all a miracle, it's nice to appreciate miracles. And uh, obviously there's some miracles that uh, going back to stay away from negativity, you know, in, in the persona, Stay away from these miracles that'll drag you down. <laughs> <laughs> the negative miracles. Stay yeah, away from yeah, them. Yeah. That's, that's uh, the trick. So, Only. but approach people just like you want to be treated, and and if they respond, uh, you know you you've made yourself a nice acquaintance. And if they don't respond, it's their problem. It's not your problem, right? I mean, no, there isn't one person walking that has a hundred percent acceptance from other people in the world. You know, right. nobody. Some people didn't like Marilyn Monroe, and a lot of I never met a guy that didn't like her. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's uh, that. That is for sure. There's no question. But you've talked a lot about the golden rule. Just be nice. You know. I always think about this story you told. Uh, you were you were in a restaurant with your wonderful wife Charlene a number of years ago, and there was a sign that said, "Be nice or get out." Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I heard another thing where it says, "Treat everyone like the you know the king of the world, and you will go really far in life because you treat everyone the same with respect and love and courtesy, and no matter who they are, treat them the same way, whether it be the cardiac surgeon or the janitor, because both are incredibly important." Yeah, and, and we talked last time we did this, uh, we talked about Japan, how, uh, you know, the Japanese society uh, respects everybody no matter what kind of work they do. Right. But I think just to respect people in general, you know, they're a human being. They, you know, they're no different than you. They, they get up in the morning, they have to wash their face, hopefully, <laughs> and, and, and uh, they have to dress and they have to look outside, see what the weather is. And... This is one of the things that talking about a positive life is 
I do thank the Lord every morning for this gift he gives us, which is a present. That's why they call it the present. And it sets you up in, in a good mood. And one of the things that, that was kind of interesting that I heard this week, on a positive note, on television there was, I believe it was the CEO of Spotify, and it's a lady, and they were asking her, what are most of the downloads? And uh, she said, amazingly enough, most of the downloads are from music from the 50s and 60s. Wow. Just like you talk about. Just, just like I talk about, you know, and, and it's, it's interesting because when you play those kind of songs, oh, what a wonderful morning from Oklahoma, you know. I mean, Gordon McRae, which very few people probably heard about him now, was a heck of a singer. And he sings that song, and, and you just can't help but being, feel good. You know, you just, you just can't help but feel good. Even if it's snowing and it's cloudy, but he sings it in such a, oh, what a beautiful morning that you just feel going out better than if you listen to some of the stuff that's being sold as music today, which is, you know, part of the whirlpool. Exactly. And I think there's no doubt that uh, you can program your brain. I listen to music that I enjoy and it puts me in a better mood. Um, I drive a lot and I listen to Audible in my car and I have all these books. And every morning on my way to work, I listen to a little music but then I make sure I have at least a few minutes where I will listen to Earl Nightingale, Zig Ziglar, a lot of these other types of people that are related in that field. And it energizes me to go into the office and be happy and energetic and positive and all that stuff. It Literally, like we've talked about before, our brains are like a fertile field. What you put into it will come right back out. And, and you know, if, that's, if there's one message that we can give people, it's that. Your brain is like a piece of soil. It will give back whatever you plant. I mean, uh, we say this every show, and, and I think we should keep repeating it every show. Sure. Because it's a basic, just common sense. And you know, one of the problems too in the world today is we're making everything overcomplicated. Life isn't that complicated. You know, for some, some reason or other, one of the things we gotta give thanks for is that we're born with this body that, you know, we don't really know what's going inside of it. I mean, we think we do, but we don't really know. We, we put food into our mouths, we drink water, and somehow this mess of organs, <laughs> you know, takes care of you. And it keeps you going for 80, 90 years. And, and uh, you know, so you really, that's a miracle in itself. Right. So just think of that. You don't have to worry about that. Now, obviously, you shouldn't abuse it. Like, you shouldn't abuse a car. You shouldn't abuse anything. You know, so you, you shouldn't eat too much because you're going to look like some of those people walking at Walmart that, you know, <laughs> look like elephants instead of humans. Oh, but, boy. Uh, you know, you've you got a situation here where you have to use common sense. Absolutely. No question about it. Well, friends, I think we've come to a, uh, uh, another end of a great, great podcast. You know, the good news, even though as you look back on your own life and you think about things that you wish you had known years ago, and I know everybody that I've mentioned the title of this podcast to has been, oh, that's an interesting topic. Even though you may not have known it, it's never too late to apply these things to your life today. Uh, this too shall pass. It's okay to make mistakes and fail. Don't worry what about what people think. Tell people you appreciate them. The golden rule, don't worry so much. 
Live one day at a time. You get what you think about. Be yourself, run your own race, and waste anything but time. You can apply those today. And, and, and you know, if 25 years from now you remember this, you'll be very thankful. Absolutely. And uh, one more quote. We're big on quotes. But <laughs> the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago and today. Right, right. No question. Norb, thank you as always. Thank you, Al. Always a pleasure. A pleasure. And okay. we'll see you next time. Thank okay. you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.